Okay, I'm obsessed with Audible because it lets you enjoy all of your audio entertainment in one app. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. And with female writers and heroines, celebrity narration, multicast productions, Audible has you covered for every type of excitement that you're looking for, including true crime and mystery. And I know all of you love that too. For example, right now, I'm listening to None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash reality life or text reality life to 500 500. That's audible.com slash reality life or text reality life to 500 500. Welcome back to another episode of Reality Life with Kate Casey. On this week's episode, I interviewed Dr. Ellie from the new show on Bravo, Married to Medicine Houston. I asked my sister Megan about what it takes to be a real housewife of New Jersey. I asked my friend Rachel to review with me an episode of Ben and Lauren Happily Ever After, which in their case is pretty much Happily Ever Never. And I asked my friend Nick Arquette, who's an actor and an entrepreneur, to watch an episode of 90 Day Fiance. So here we go. With four daughters and two on a dance team, I can tell you we go through a lot of mascara in my house. But I'm crazy about L'Oreal Paris new Panorama Mascara, which catches every lash for corner to corner for maximum volume. If you're looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank, this is yours. The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. I've been using it for about two weeks now, and I feel like my eye has completely opened up and the girls are crazy about it too. They've got a tapered brush to catch every lash, one of the best mascara wands that I've ever used. And like I said, this luxe appearance of this gold package, you got to get it. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. L'Oreal Paris New Panorama Mascara. You're going to love it. Okay, I've got my sister on the phone. I have a question from her for her. She lives in New Jersey. She's never watched Real Housewives of New Jersey because she likes to say she lacks the time and the interest in listening or watching a show about women complaining. So I went ahead and I put some questions together just to kind of get a sense of whether or not she would make a good cast member on the show. Okay, are you ready? Oh, geez, yep. Okay, number one, have you ever been to Franklin Lakes? Absolutely not. Have you or any of your friends ever served time in prison? Nope. Do you have any friends with husbands who are going to go off to prison, are currently incarcerated, or have served time in prison? Uh, absolutely not. Okay. Um, do you have any black marble in your house? Gross. Absolutely not. Does the front of your house have any gargoyles? <laughs> nope. Do your kids or any of your friends' kids ride ATVs like those quads in the front yard at high speeds? Absolutely not. Okay. Do you or any of your friends have like three German shepherds which serve as security and like at the front of your house? Nope. Okay. But when you guys get a new car lease, does it arrive at your house with like a big red bow on top? Well, first of all, no one I know leases a car. Oh, Okay. Oh. They only pay cash for it that and buy be, it. But if you if they pay in cash, is it because they have a construction business that's all paid with cash too? Absolutely not. Uh, they like, actually have the cash. Because they have like a real job? Absolutely. Oh, okay. All right. How many cannolis have you had this year? I can't remember the last time I had a cannoli. And if I was at an Italian restaurant, I would never order a cannoli for a dessert. Okay. Have you ever had black water? Have you ever seen that in a store? It's a bottle. It's called black water. Would you drink that? Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. I've never heard of it. And it sounds awful. Would you ever have an interest in buying mini sized popcorn snacks? Like, you know, bagged popcorn, but it's like a quarter of the size of a regular kernel. Uh, no, okay. sounds a little weird to me. Would you be interested in attending a party to celebrate someone's kitchen renovation? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Would you tell people that you and I are as thick as thieves? 
Would I tell that to people? Yeah, Absolutely. like, yeah. like, would you when you're referring to me? Would you be like, yeah, you know, Katie and I were like as thick as thieves. Well, I wouldn't use that term. I would say she and I are very close. But you wouldn't like threaten someone's life or anything like that. Um, no. Probably Have not. you met me? <laughs> okay. If there was a woman at a dinner party and I was there and she flipped the table and screamed at me, would you a ask them to calm down? B, leave the restaurant, or C, blame me for the reason she flipped the table in the first place? I'd have to say I would ask her first to calm down, and then I would quietly pick myself up and you and leave in a dignified way. Oh, well, that could be a problem. Okay. Do you know anyone who may or may not have worked as a hooker in the 1980s? Not that I'm aware of. And if they did, they would never tell me. Okay. Well, that could be, you could be on the show that way if no one's going to tell you. Okay. Is it bad taste to call someone out in public for having multiple nose jobs? (laughs) I don't know if I know anyone who's actually had a nose job, but yes, it would not be appropriate. Do you have any friends pursuing a midlife pop star career? (laughs) Like, do they have a sound studio in their basement? Uh, No. I do have a few friends, though, who think that they're very good singers and could probably get onto a reality show themselves, but um, do not have anything in their basement and actually aren't good enough to be on any of the shows. Oh, okay. Um, Have you ever attended a fashion show for a clothing boutique? Um, Nope. No. Is that does that sound like something that would be normal? that they would have in New Jersey or just specific to Franklin Lakes? Uh, I think if anyone would had any interest in the fashion show, it'd be fashion week in New York, not anywhere in New Jersey. Okay. Um, two more. Have you ever gone to a girl's night out in a gym? Uh, like let's go to uh, the gym and have some martinis and hang out. Oh my gosh. No. No. Um, my last question. Do you own any pairs of bedazzled jeans? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. All right. Well, it sounds like you're not ever going to be on this show. But again, this is why I don't watch the shows, because I don't know anybody like these characters. Ugh, they're so cheesy. Do you feel like it's disrespectful to the state of New Jersey? I mean, absolutely. But, uh, you know, the fact that your husband uh, can call me and say, now I know what it's really like living in New Jersey (laughs) because I've seen Jersey Shore and these housewives show that the guy from Orange County loves to make fun of me because that's where I live now. But do you remember when you moved to New Jersey because you used to live in New York City and you had to move to the suburbs when you had your firstborn? You said... Here's the problem. Now my kids are going to say that they were raised in New Jersey. Oh, first day of college when everyone asks where you're from, they have to say, well, I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> so are you still proud of this? Well, I do like the town that I live in. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. It's, it's a great town. It's close to New York City. But I do realize there are definitely some very cheesy areas in New Jersey. But we try not to associate with those towns. Okay. Well, listen, um, I appreciate your work on behalf of um, our family. So thank you very much. All right. Talk to you. Do you think people are scared because we have the same voice? Probably. Yeah. Okay, good. I'll talk to you later. Who's who? Exactly. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. I know everybody right now is on a health kick, and that's why I want to tell you about Roe Body Program. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes, so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. It could be you too. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to the provider on demand for any questions. And you can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. And this means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. 
Go to row.com slash Kate Casey. Sign up today and you're going to pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash Kate Casey. Arquette here. Megan is an interior designer and Nick is an entrepreneur and he also has a really great nonprofit uh, that works with family members dealing with cancer. And he's worked in the film industry and most importantly, he worked on 90210 for two years. <laughs> most important. Who did you play on 90210? <laughs> oh my God. I was... I was uh, the date raper from Take Back the Night. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh, Donna. if you remember when we all got to freshman, I was a senior, but the, when the whole crew came as freshmen, uh, the KEG brothers, I was running the Keg brothers with wow. a group of other guys. And um, this was several uh, years of, uh, we shot it at Occidental College, which actually was wow. the whole f- row was there. and the fraternity and the Keg brothers. And so we had quite a few episodes of hazing. Yeah. But I probably am most known for um, no doesn't mean no after a big night of drinking with some of the girls and um, pressuring one of them to have sex. And then, you know. That was Donna. Donna. Getting upset. And then um, and then there's a huge parade, and eventually we got kicked out of school, and that was the end of my career on 90210. But uh, wow. take back the night take and the parade, the yeah. and it take back the night. Okay, so I made Nick watch 90 Day Fiance, which he was unfamiliar with. Very. 90 Day Fiance is one of my favorite shows. It is a glorious program that documents several couples who are facing a 90-day um, period of time where they must get married because one of them, one, one of the, one person within the couple is a foreigner and will have to vacate the country if they don't actually get married. So based on what I asked you to watch, I want you to first talk with me through about Nicole and Azan. Nicole is the woman who is from Tampa, Florida, who met a man from Morocco online. So your thoughts on, do you think that he knew um, everything about her when he met her online? Well, I, I think that the first thing I need you to help me with, because my brain is still trying to, like, scramble this whole thing, which is, <laughs> like, what's going on with these folks. Um, it definitely feels like there's a, a common denominator that there's someone is really the victim in almost every story. Right. So that's, that's sort of intriguing to me. But I think with this particular story um, – there's no way that Azan is going to be able to Skype with this woman. And they sort of say that it was going on for several months. Right. And then be shocked when she rolls out of the airport in Morocco. Right. And she's she's got to be 375. She's big. She's mm-hmm. a big girl. She's a big girl. And he seemed completely shocked. And Megan and yeah. I sat and watched his body language, and it was not good. I mean, almost immediately you could tell. You, I, it is they strange were... that, he, that he did not seem to know that she was physically unfit. And when I say physically unfit, I mean somebody who just, she's she's got no interest in eating well, working out, taking care of herself, which is really sad because I think she's only like 20 years old and a single mother. And this guy, all he does is go to the gym and work out. He has a good body. I said, you right. know, I, it was you, weird because you were was, kind of into him. No, I wasn't into him at all. <laughs> you, First of all, saying, like, he's kind of hot. He's no, hot. I think no, I was not yeah, well, into him. Yeah, but he's but, not that bad. But I, I, I said, said, a good point. I thought that you saw him at Garden of Eden down here on Sunset in nineteen or two thousand five. He would have looked totally fit in. He would have looked right. like a lot of the guys hanging out there. His yeah. body was in shape. He is not a bad looking guy. I'm not saying he's for no, me. No. I've watched. I don't know. I'm watching enough reality shows with you that every once in a while, there's like one out of every twenty where you say on many occasions, you know what? He's he's not that bad looking. He's actually really good looking. And then I hear that, and I'm thinking, doesn't myself, mean what I'm attracted like to about him. him. What is she but, like? But okay, about back him? to this thing. I'm well, right. I think she means relative to the situation yeah. at sure. hand. Sure. I mean, yes. the last thing I thought was that this one was going to get off the plane and be able to see this guy who was buffed out, who seemed pretty decent, and yet at the same time. It doesn't make sense. There's no way that he didn't know when she walked off that plane that she was huge. Right. Her they head is had round. Skype sex? 
I just, I oh, just that's can't. That's a good question. I mean, I, I do. I did get the feeling that while they were there, they did have a lot of sex. She was actually m- way more sexually aggressive than he was. Yeah. But I feel like what guy turns down sex? He's probably happy to have it. But then he when she left, he was like, and, his nose. and we're done. Because she stayed there for eight weeks with her daughter back in Tampa with her family. She came back and he has not returned calls from her since she got back. And she admitted to her mother that he would tell her, heartbreaking, you know, I, you're disgusting and, you know, I'm not into you and you're worthless. Horrible. Which, you know, she didn't really understand Moroccan culture before she went on an eight-week vacation. So really the onus is on her a little bit too, wouldn't you say? Well, I mean, she's a sort of hillbilly from Tampa, not very cultured. She's 20. Right. So she's had this baby almost, what, a year and a half ago. Right. Mom is clearly just taking care of her. I mean, she's a child. You can even see that little baby face in there. And the other thing I was thinking is he was a chubby chaser. So that was my first thought right out of the gate. Oh, interesting. Like I thought he he was probably okay with it Mm -hmm. because he was excited about a chubby white woman coming. Right. But then he was shocked because it was worse than what he likes. Does that make sense? It does make so sense. So it was beyond what he thought. Well, so I think he was chubby chasing. And the other thing that was revealing to me is they do a quick outtake with the friend after right. they've been to the airport. Right. And the friend, I mean, you just watch him in his face. He's like, oh, she's not bad, I guess, or something. But and he, he didn't want his friend to leave. He was like, please hang out. But as the trip went on, he seemed to kind of warm up to it a bit. Okay, so but when she went back, what happens is that she says to her mother, in order for him to come and stay here, uh, you know, after we get married, you have to agree to support him because I can't support him because she's like a barista and he can't work for a year. And her mom's like, hold the fucking phone. I don't think so. No. I don't, I don't think so. So she's just completely delusional. Now, the second couple is Anfisa and George. The only thing I wanted to say from a guy's perspective about this, too, is if you don't know somebody that well, and I know it's the premise, but do you know how painful it would be to have somebody in your country or in your house staying with you for five weeks? No, six eight weeks. weeks. Eight. eight weeks? Two yeah, months. eight weeks. So two months I when like you haven't met your, before. So, days. I mean, every guy you knows told her to go home. it's one or two yeah. days. Right. Just to see if it's going to work, and Ugh. then later. But you never have someone come for eight weeks to your house. I mean, do you know how painful right. that would have been every single day? And how about his mom? I mean, his mom must be like, really? What's his name? Is on? Really is on? Really? You're going to marry this girl, yeah. this American girl yeah. who wears um, Target tops? Fascinating. Really? So, okay, so Anfisa and George. Anfisa is from Russian. Oh, God. Russia. Hello. Um Jorge has a marijuana business. Anfisa is, I don't know, maybe like 21. She obviously is like a hooker she's definitely a hooker she met him online i think he found her facebook posts he took her on trips all around the world he did yes she photographs well i do not think so well i mean for that for that kind of look i'm not saying she looks beautiful but she for that look you mean like a hooker yeah look like the lingerie model thing here's the thing if you are going to talk about how beautiful you are which she does at nauseum you should be beautiful she is not a beautiful woman. No. She has a horrendous profile. I mean, this is to add to her horrendous personality, but she's no, well, you know, she's no beauty, but she's delusional. She says, I've come here because I want to be famous. Completely delusional. And um, I expect very, like, a lot of nice things. So this guy has three marbles, and he's got this marijuana business, which, you know, now with the new legislation, I'm sure he's going to do fine. But, you know, he's not making a lot of money. And he wears these terrible clothes, and somehow he's got this, like, hooker girl, and he's convinced himself that she's there for the right reasons. Now, Nick, when you watch this, what is your take as a man? Like, why did he bring this woman over here? I mean, it's And very, she treats him it, like doggy. Yeah, yeah. It's very easy. I mean, the bottom line is this guy has never had a hot girlfriend or even probably a girlfriend worth anything. And once he got a taste of it, I think he was completely addicted. In other words, they came, she got here, he spent the money, you said that they went on some trips, we saw where she's living there now, Right. and he can't stand, I mean, he has got the sex thing going. I mean, he's do, addicted. But do you think they actually have sex? I think she would have had to have at least held the carrot out for, 
they're, they're definitely she gave him the goods. I mean, at some point. To but keep do you the, think it's like a consistent thing? Because I feel like she's repulsed by him. I think she's repulsed, but I think she figured out a way to kind of keep the carrot on the stick. And it has to be because he's addicted. That's he's he's like addicted to a drug. I see. He likes the abuse a little bit because he's in the— She f- kicks him out of the apartment that—he he had no, a hard time thing. getting an apartment well, he lived in a hotel. He had when a he felony, first... right? He, That's why he was living in a hotel? He, yeah, because he couldn't get—he can't get an apartment or couldn't get an apartment. From selling drugs? He sold marijuana and he was busted for it. So he couldn't get an apartment. So that's why they kept going hotel room to hotel room. And he has no money because he's spending well, he what, what he has. Any, he doesn't really have any money. That's yeah. the other thing is she's targeting him— she should go after because some sixty-year-old guy, sugar daddy. Well, he's I think not, that's her plan. This when she's here, plan, yeah. yeah, this yeah. is just a stepping point. I think this is, shows you the power of social media, the ignorance of the rest of the world. Especially, I don't know what little town she's from, but whatever she's. Well, I think gotten, she's from Moscow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think what she's seeing is what the Kardashian thing, and she's oh, watching no, no, reality no, no, no TVs for she's, shows. No, for sure. she's in it to. to Rob this guy blind and to find another guy. Uh, yeah. She's but already figured out. The that thing he that have I the can't goods. figure out is if they're really having sex. I, I think they are. I think it had to have been once or twice. I think he presented himself, but then when she got to Santa Ana she's and te- she saw the real right. deal, she went, "Oh my god, this yeah. is not what I thought it was." Because I think he can kind of clean up nice, and I think I think he maybe like if you met in Paris or something and you never saw him in Santa Ana. Right, right. So, so well, yeah, a... I think she had glorified ideas about exactly. the United States. Then she gets yeah. here and she's in like a strip mall having a sidecar donuts in um, Costa Mesa, which is very close to where I live. Uh, but I think she thought that is she would ru- move to I've the never United had States. Russian food in 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 L.A. Where was that place? Did you say Santa Ana? No. Oh, she went to a donut place oh. and she was ripping on it, saying this place is disgusting. Okay, you're in Orange County where. The homes are quite expensive. I'm, you know, where do you want to live? I think she came here and she thought that she would be living in Beverly Hills. For sure. And that she'd be living in like a $25 million mansion covered in gold. Yeah. And she thought she'd be totally delusional. Shopping on Rodeo Drive. Yeah. And the whole thing. She thought she'd see, you know, movie stars everywhere. But that she really does believe that she is like of equal level as like a Kardashian. She is like an enormous nose. Well, she's her been face altered. is frozen. She's been altered, though. But only the lips. Altered, but she's only, only like 20 years old. Yeah, it's she's sick. only had her lips done right now. She her will... face, no, there's like some injectables going on. It's think? insane. I think yeah. she has that very Eastern European kind of moon face where it's, you there's know, kind of the small no. chin. But you guys, the... when she did the little photo shoot, would he, which he probably paid for. For sure. I mean, she had that sort of voluptuous body. I mean, it's going to go the other way well, if she's she doesn't not watch thin. it. Yes. She's she's a. Oh, she's, that's what I love. Not, I love how I love older. how she says, "I'm going to be a model." Uh, modeling in the United States of America means you're like five ten and you're crack skinny. I don't know who you think you're going to model for. Fredericks of Hollywood? Do they have a catalog? I'm not sure, right. but you're not going to be modeling. No. Hookers <laughs> Weekly. Mail order bride monthly. I don't know who you think you're modeling for. No, and because she's 21, she's still at that age where you can be. By LA standards, overweight. She's probably normal weight for the rest of the world, but so he has, she has access to his password. So if he doesn't answer the phone, she pings his phone through. I like find my phone. Why are you giving her your passwords? Why she's from Russia? She erased his. We don't phone. know what's. We don't know no, where she's I, been. She could probably be like a double agent for like the KGB for all we know. And you're giving her your passwords. What's he? Yeah, he why is, is he, he doing is that? Stupid. He's beyond stupid. I mean, it's really kind of sad. I mean, I was glad to see that he had sisters in the one episode. Oh, where he can you imagine meet. being one of those sisters? I mean, they they just went home and slammed their head against a wall. They're like, he's always been dumb, but this is his this dumbest. is bad. This is his really. And bad by the moment. way, the girl that he's dating is probably going to murder us yeah. because we don't know where she's from. If, we know no background on her, and all she does is take his money. At the very least, and she's it's identity not theft. apologetic about it. By the way, oh, like this. she's entitled. She's got this weird she's voice. so mean she to him. Says, she's really yeah. mean to him. I mean, no. dumb or not, no. I, I, that's the one thing that it just kind of really tensed me up is to watch how mean she's mean. She's that's very she's mean. mean. Well, she's and he's mean. So weak. He's such perfect prey. He what a it. loser! Like he it. goes up to his apartment and then she goes, "Why are you here?" Slams the door and then he's like, "Oh, I guess I'll just live in my car." <laughs> he stayed she's in the not a citizen of this of the United States of America. You got her the apartment. 
and you're going to go sit in the car, you loser. Like, I feel like he needs a life coach. Yeah, he does. He, yeah, he yeah. does need. He, he needs a little bit of an intervention. There is an intervention coming, I think. Right. If it gets bad, I think identity theft is coming. Right. I think there's I some think other things that probably before the intervention. He has an his rock right. bottom, definitely. And, and I would like to, I could help him out. He needs a redo on his look. I mean, just yeah. to show him, like, if we took off the giant toddler shirt that he wears right. and <laughs> fixed the hair a little bit and mm-hmm. maybe started doing a little exercising so he could slim down a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, maybe work out a little bit. Yeah. So I mean, I think, well, I that's think the whole shape. that's the whole thing is she's like, I'm hot, which, by the way, you're not. I'm hot and you're fat. And so you like you're oh, never going to get better than me. So you mm-hmm. just give me what I want. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't have it, and he's there at these little jewelry stores and stuff, and it's just so hard to watch. I hope to God he doesn't give her that ring because she's going to look at that and laugh at him. Uh-oh. How about when they went to Jacob Jewelers she in wanted L.A.? She carat. carat. I'm like, what? She wanted the five carat. I wanted to punch that woman who said, you know, I don't know. Oh, for normal people, it's 150000 But for you, someone who just came off the street who wears extra large polos, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you $75,000 off. I'm like, how pissed are the people standing next to him trying to get some deal? You know? Yeah, oh, that yeah. guy's on 90 Day Fiance, so he gets a deal on the ring. Right, I hate the way she was upselling him. She's like, you know, threes, three carats is good, but... What about this five carat? And then she starts slobbering. You know, you could see yeah. the, the, the mail order bride just all of a sudden getting really, really excited. And so now he's just sitting there sweating. And now he's got to deal with his five. He's, boy, we really slid up from three to five all of a sudden. And the dude's like, my budget's like 20. What did he say? I'm between 20 and 30 grand. And she's showing him 150. And I thought he might have done it. I was so worried for him. I got like an anxiety attack. Uh, They give me anxiety. They really do. That that couple really, from everything, from the meanness to the, the, she's constantly trying to get him to buy her $10,000. All of it. Stupid. You know what he needs? He needs a friend. Like the couple that's in Kentucky that we're going to talk about. But he needs a friend like, is it Matt? I don't think he has any friends. That's the problem. Okay, so then there's Matt and Allah. Matt has been married three times. This is going to be his fourth wedding. He's a single guy. He lives in Kentucky in the middle of nowhere. He is engaged to a girl from the Ukraine who has a son who's, I don't know, maybe eight. And she is physically doesn't seem to be very attracted to him. And in fact, admitted to his friend... I am not in love with him, although they're going forward with wedding plans. And he said to her, I love you. Listen, is there a chance that you're going to love me ever? I don't know, tomorrow or ever. And she said, you know what? I'm not sure. It might happen. It might not happen. I think that girl's whole ammo, obviously, is to get to the U.S. to be a citizen. And she's angling to get her sister over, too. She brings her sister over for the wedding. And I'm sure she didn't see that part. I bet the sister is sizing up somebody else to, like, you know. Hook yeah. on to. Well, so I'll ask you the question then. Do you think, because the first thing that came to my mind is, is he having sex with her already? Yes. I don't think so. Oh, you don't think so? I think these women, they give it up maybe once and then they hold it over their heads. You know, they're I, like, I I'll give you it. more, but we got to get to the wedding. They got, if they have too much sex, the guy's like, I'm going to, I'm going to get rid of you and move on. But they're working towards something. But you know what I like they about They target her? these guys who have nothing going on. She doesn't come across as disgusting to me, so that's almost like a. It's she like doesn't a snake come in the across as disgusting to you when she says, "I don't love no, you." No, no, that part was like the 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 reveal. Okay, but before that, it was like, "Wow, she's really trying to bond with this freaky mom, uh, who looks like she's." Of, you know, one of those you said a talking <laughs> ventriloquist doll. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like she did a little bit. And yeah. by the way, I didn't know they did like contacts for old women in Kentucky, <laughs> like the blue ones. Did oh, you I didn't notice? No. Oh, yeah, oh. she has like but bright I just thought, blue saucer. I always thought that woman must have one hell of a journal. Like after this is the fourth woman to come. I mean, the, what does she have seen? I, I felt like it was the retarded son that she's always been trying to help. Maybe, yeah. Because it's just, I mean, they're way too close. Right. And she just is really accepting of Matt right. or Mark. What was his name? The Max, the son. Is no, what's the what's the, the, the no, what's the name of the her fiance. son? Yeah. Oh, Allah and, and Mark. And Mark. Yeah. So Mark and then Max is the son. Max is the son. But I think she, she's been doing this a long time. She probably helped him from fifth grade to sixth grade. Right. She wrote all his papers for him. <clears throat> I mean, ironed his clothes. They're way too close. Right. Creepy close. Kentucky close. Do you think that he told her about the first time he had sex? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, maybe she was in the other room. I think she caught him masturbating, and she went in probably at some point and said, it's okay. Yeah. This is what you do. Here's some clean. Turn around and walk away. 
Did she walk away? No, she didn't. <laughs> she didn't walk away. No. She <laughs> said, it's cleaned, okay. Yeah, she cleaned she it up. She probably helped him. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> she, and then she told him how big he was. Oh. You're a champ. You're moving right along, just like you're right at the right pace right now. You're right, right where you should be in fifth grade. There's some boundary issues. It's very upsetting. <laughs> and yet, I thought for a minute that Ala really was in with the mom. I mean, I felt like they I were... I thought so, too. But then she blew and she said, yeah, here's the thing. I don't love you. Now I want her gone. Now I want her sent back. You do. I, I see, I think like she's being really person. honest and putting it out there. And she is like, honest. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to slide anything by. I'm not really in love with you, but, I mean, if you will have me here, I certainly want to be here. <laughs> but why she's is pretty, it? too. Eh, she's not that great. Um, no, <laughs> sorry. Her sister's way prettier. I didn't see her, her sister. Her sister is the prettier one. Yeah. I will give you that. I, I did notice. I was yeah. like, oh, you're going to want the sister. When she and also, which you, if you keep watching, which you probably won't because you want to shoot yourself in the head, is that when the sister comes over for the before the wedding, I'm not sure if the wedding's going to happen, but the sister comes over, she kind of hit, hits it off with Mark. Oh, yeah. oh really? Yeah. Mm. I think Mark enjoys her. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mark might be thinking twice. Um, the other thing I had, which where I got really sidetracked, is how badly this beach thing was for her. Right to get married at the beach. She's from. They're living in Kentucky. She wanted a beach wedding. She really, really she can't have a beach wedding yeah. because the third wedding was at a beach. Yeah. and the mom really also spent have a lot of time trying to talk her off the mountain because there. she knows that Mark has four sticks in his bank account. Can't and she afford also the knows beach wedding. that the rest of the hillbillies can't make it to the beach wedding, which right. is what she really, you know, she still wants them to be able to make it to the wedding. Right. So they bring them to this really creepy place, which looked like a Victorian house kind of. It's like an holiday inn, like, inn. Right. like the Wayfair Inn or one of those Victorian Bates hotels. Yeah. No, it's like you get yeah. married and have your reception in the same room. Oh, like fantastic. yeah, downstairs. So in the basement. you guys go into the hallway, have a drink, go to the bathroom, and then we'll just like do some magic show, and we'll have some tables in here and a dance floor. And then you come right back ball. in. Right. It's just instant. And we'll just do electric slide and it'll be seamless. <laughs> so so she literally goes down to the basement. She's still sitting on this idea of being married at the beach. She gets downstairs, creepy guy in the corner saying, what do you think? And he's a whole other story who's showing them around. And she has this moment where she says, this is really amazing. This actually is going to work. It was like this transition between I want the beach to... Wait a second. I want That's a basement depressing. in Kentucky. That is so depressing. <laughs> she, she, I didn't get that. How did she cross over so Right. Far? Because she knows, bottom line, this is about raising. I think this is about her son. I, okay. That's, again, why I, I'm She I'm wants a better allowing, life for Max. I'm allowing so a Megan, bit. So Megan is going to go that card. You're, you're out of here card. Mm. So oh, Megan's just saying to get her out of here. It's helping her child. Give me a break. I think she's being really honest about it, and she's not being nasty and mean. She's just like, I don't love you. But that doesn't erase the fact that you're a disgusting person, that you came to another country. I don't know how bad her life is on the other side. I don't care. You just convinced this guy. He's willing. I don't think he's victimized because he's willing. I know. Believe me. He's a big fat loser, too. Yeah. I'm sure online. How about the best friend that was kind of Bill who, who's socially awkward but is kind of amazing I kind of want to want him in my inner circle to be quite honest with he's you. amazing right? he should life coach Jorge yes yeah that's yes. where they should do some sort of crossover episode oh, reunion that's a great Bill Although, is brought on stage and Bill says Jorge what the hell we, yeah we do need somebody that's coming in saying. to fix like, the physical well, image though for Jorge I don't think it matters. Who cares? Even if he gets another haircut or he loses a couple pounds, he's still gross. But I want to know who was this guy married to before and what happened in those marriages? I just, I'm so curious. Wait, what do you mean? So with Mark. Oh, with the other women. Yeah. Yeah. I would, okay, that. Like, what is it about? That's a good point. On the reunion, I would like to see Bill talk to Jorge about his relationship, and I would like the three previous wives to show up. Yes. That would be great. I would also like Nicole's baby daddy to show up and give some sort of explanation. And perhaps the families of the people that Anfisa probably murdered before she came to the United States. (laughs) That would all be good, I think. It's super depressing. Okay, I want you to tell everybody how everybody can find you. Well, so I started a charity... Um, 10 years ago called Walk With Sally. Um, We mentor children whose parents, guardians, or siblings have cancer. And we're like a big brother, big sister, but we match people who've had a cancer experience with a child. And it's uh, it's a beautiful program. If you're interested, if you want more information here in Los Angeles, 
Um, we are at walkwithsally.org. <clears throat> also on Facebook at Walk With Sally, Instagram at Walk With Sally. And you can check out the community and the people that we're creating in, in, in our town and, and finding more families that might need support. That's really who we are. And we're really addressing the, imp- the people that are impacted by cancer, not necessarily just the person who has cancer. So thanks for asking. Yeah, great. I encourage everyone to, to look at that. That's a great organization. Thank you for doing such great work. And Megan, I want to thank you. How can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at beachbungalow8, uh, Twitter the same, uh, Pinterest the same, all across the board, beachbungalow8, the number eight. Awesome. Thank you, guys. With DoorDash, there's something for everyone. You need a birthday gift? Check. Need to stock up on meals, sides, and drinks that your family loves? Also check. Pet ran out of food again? They've got it. Wellness essentials need a restock? It's a good thing they've got those, too. The DoorDash app allows you to customize, substitute, schedule, and track your orders, as well as communicate with your shopper while receiving real-time updates. This has been a huge game changer for myself and for our family. Millions of people trust DoorDash for groceries, pet supplies, gifts, well-being, and more, and you should too. Shop with DoorDash and enjoy big savings. Use code KATECASEY to get 50% off, up to $10 value on $15 minimum subtotal on your next convenience, grocery or retail order. For eligible users only, terms apply. I want to welcome Dr. Ellie Porasef. She's one of the new cast members of the show Married to Medicine Houston. So. Hello. Thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. Now, unlike most Bravo shows, this show's different because everyone has a job. So the trick to talking to Dr. Ellie is that um, you got I had to figure out a way to get her to interview uh, during the workday. So <laughs> I want to thank her for putting some time aside. Of course. Can you tell me a little bit about how you got involved with the show? Well, I mean, it, it was kind of like, known that this was happening, but I didn't really know too much about it. Um, and then I just saw people talking about it online on Facebook and stuff. So, um, that they were looking for doctors to cast for the show. Yeah. And I saw something that was like, are you, um, a female doctor in Houston? And I was like, yes. And then it was like, are you, do you consider yourself like somebody who can, you know, show what it got on TV, show what you have on TV. And I was like, okay, do you consider yourself fabulous? I was like, of course. (laughs) So I was just like doing a little mental like checklist. And it was just more like I was joking to myself. But then when I just kept reading it, I was like, well, why why not? So I um, sent in some information to the casting director. um, And then it just went on from there. Um, I I also submitted my sister without her consent. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> now, did you know all the other doctors or a few of them? How many did you so, know? The whole thing was like a huge secret. And so nobody, not at first, people didn't know who was on there. Like, I didn't even tell my family about it. I didn't just wasn't really supposed to talk about it. And then once you once we realized once it got kind of confirmed who was on it, we got to mingle with each other. And that's when we realized, OK, you know, like I knew some of some of the people and then I knew some of the people. Um, so. Of course, I knew about um, Monica Patel because I went to school with her brother, went to high school with him and at University of Texas as well. Um, and I have known of her, you know, and then Rachel, I've known it's we weren't that like as close as we are now. But um, and then through that, I've become very close with Chandra, and I got to know Dr. Sato. So it's been an interesting process. And so how long did filming last? Well, like actively, we filmed for three months, um, like I would say practically every day, maybe five days a week or something, um, which was really, really hard because we're all professionals. Right. Uh, and um, it was just hard. I'll, I'll just put it that way. Um, but then, you know, it went on after that, you know, for a few months of, you know, you have to kind of catch up on, you know, talking about the show whenever you're some people call it interviews some people call it confessional whatever things like that so um I don't know overall how long but I just felt like it never it never ended <laughs> how did how did you get your husband on board was that hard for him too uh, it was very very hard yeah. um I don't even know if he, you could say he was ever fully on board right uh, he I mean definitely he tries to be supportive of anything that I do and of course vice versa but um this was definitely hard in the sense that 
I'm just a really outgoing person and our personalities are just opposite. So I don't know if that, that cliche saying opposites attract, like I'm very, very, very outgoing and he's kind of timid and shy and he can be outgoing, but it takes a lot for him to get comfortable with someone. So the thought of having cameras in our home and like talking about stuff and, you know, it just, it was really hard for him. And there was times where, you know, the camera crew would be pulling up, uh, pulling up our driveway and he'd be running out the other door, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get, I get that because my husband's really shy and I'm outgoing too. So I could see how that yeah. would be hard with camera crews as well. And then you got your sister on the show. Mm-hmm. Does that further complicate it or did you just sort of get used to it? Actually, having my sister on the show was probably the best thing that happened from, for both of us because, well, definitely for me because <laughs> she, um, it was really nice to have somebody that you 100% fully trust in this process with you. I mean, of course my husband was very supportive, but he was not filming as much and he was busy with his own work, but my sister and I were filming, you know, she, she is a cast member, you know, she's not just in the, she's a supporting cast member, but she is very much part of the show. So basically we went through everything together. And although as time went on, we became closer to some of the other girls, um, always just being able to like literally like 100% be able to trust her and be able to vent and just talk to each other and debrief every night. It was really something that helped me get through this process. <laughs> now I watched the first two episodes um, and it, it struck, strikes me as strange that there is so much emphasis, it seems, on some of these shows about like charity events. Mm-hmm. Was that something that was part of your life, or did you find it just as strange as I did? Like um, the, the Erica Rose, Erica Rose's mother's party. Yeah, I mean, I will say this: like, I, I think charity's great, and obviously, the way that people promote it is by kind of encouraging people to come by having extravagant events and parties and things like that. And I guess one one goes with the other. I I always used to kind of look you know, frown upon that. Like, well, why don't you just take all that money and just donate that to charity? But now that I have, you know, over the years, I've gotten a little bit more involved, but definitely because of filming, it was even more so. Um, I would say I kind of understand now that, that these people that have very big pocketbooks that are very generous do want to, you know, get to know other people like that. And I think it's great. And whatever it takes, I guess, for people to be able to donate more money, if that means to have more ridiculously extravagant parties and things like that, then I guess so be it. For me, I never kind of understood that. I thought I thought it was a little strange. Um, and I didn't, like, I think it's fine. And I think I, I don't mind going. But at the same time, I was not one to, like, be obsessed with that high society world or anything like that. And I definitely don't think our show is as much charity, 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 like maybe the Real Housewives of Dallas was. Right. Um, I definitely, I don't think it is like to that degree. um, We definitely have, we have a lot of different stuff going on. (laughs) Well, so, and then another part of the episode, Dr. Monica makes a remark about you not being a real doctor, which is absurd. It is. Did you want to punch her in the face like I wanted to? Um, and have you since made up is, I I don't even know where to begin with this. It is that really, um, and you know, I think on the next episode on episode three, which is coming out on the 18th of November tomorrow, um, I, it'll show kind of my reaction, but I know just like, I felt like somebody punched me in the gut and, you know, like I already know that there's people like even within like the MD world, you know, the surgeon thinks they're better than this person. And that person thinks they're better than that person. And it is like a little totem, totem pole, invisible totem pole in people's heads. And I don't agree with it because I really believe that, okay, if everybody did the exact same thing, then what would we, you know, who's going to take care of everybody else. So for somebody to look down upon anybody, whether they are a doctor or a, a janitor, I don't know. I just, I don't think like that. And I know that there are people who do. And, and I have seen, you know, just even going out to eat, uh, once with Monica, (laughs) I I don't want to throw her under the bus, but 
she, I felt like I treated the wait staff totally different than she did. Like, you know, and I'm not saying specifically only her, but there are people who just think they're better than people, no, whatever it may be. And I, and I don't think like that. Yeah. Sometimes I think I'm a morally better person than somebody, but like, as far as just being a better person because of what I do or because of money or whatever, I don't look at people. I don't look down on people. And I also don't look up at people for that reason. I don't care if you're a billionaire. I don't need you to be my best friend. Like that doesn't, those kind of things just don't hold any weight with me. And I, so, but I know it does with her and I, you know, she's, I feel like you can tell a lot about somebody by the way they treat a waiter. Uh, absolutely. Once you know, a waiter, I, always I a waiter. I know. Yeah. yeah I just, that I makes me, cr- that makes me crazy when someone's rude to a waiter. I think everybody needs to be a waiter at some point in their lives so that they can learn a little bit of humility, how to, uh, treat people and also how to tip. <laughs> right. Oh, th- that's the biggest issue. People are the worst tippers. Yeah. So has the show impacted your practice at all? Uh, well, you know, being that it just recently came out, you know, I would say not not yet. Although I will say I did have a couple of um, emails this week and I, you know, just saying like, oh, you know, I've, I think I have hearing loss and just random emails that I got and from the contact of, of the website that I've never really gotten like that before. So I'm wondering if it was because of the show. And then my patients are all coming in with newspaper clippings and like, and I didn't like announce it to any of my patients, only the ones what we film with. Right. So I found it interesting that, that, and a very broad range of patients. I had some 80, 80 something year olds in here the other day saying that they were, um, once they saw the Houston Chronicle, um, article, they started to watch the show. Oh, I love <laughs> and they that. Were, like giving me their input on what they thought of everybody. I thought that was really funny. So do you think that, uh, you could see yourself on, on this show? Like if there was a second season or other shows, do you want to pursue some more TV opportunities? You know, I'll say this. As I was in the midst of filming, I was probably not the most pleasant person to be around. Um, It was very emotionally taxing on me. Um, I'm very open. I am an open book. I mean, there's just I I say everything to everybody. It doesn't matter who it is. I I have a potty mouth at times. Like, I don't care about any of that. Well, trust me. Don't worry. You're in good company. (laughs) (laughs) However, I, I don't know what it was. What being so open and like, I don't know why I was so stressed out about, like, I just felt like it was an emotional roller coaster. And I remember at the time thinking, like, I just want off. I want off this ride right now. Get me out of here. And I just never wanted to do it again. And now, now that, that some time has passed and, you know, you know, now you're kind of seeing the fruits of your labor. And I of see. course, I love these girls. And I just, I almost can't, I would be very sad. And of course, my ego would be a little bruised if I was not part of another season. So it's kind of like, I don't know, 50-50. Although I will say now being on it, um, I I know that, I know what to expect. I definitely think there's a learning curve. Not to like put on an act or anything like that, but just more like, you know, you're on this show for a reason. And if, if you said something at some point on or off camera, be prepared to say it again on camera. If it comes up, like that's, you know, that's what you signed up for. So you have to get over it. Right. Well, I think it's a great show. It's really funny and interesting. And I love the fact that you're all such successful people. Thank um, you. So I will continue watching and I'm telling everyone else to watch too. Can you I'm tell? I'm really shocked that, uh, not shocked in a sense that I didn't expect this, but I am I am shocked that we're getting such positive feedback, especially on Twitter. If you just look up the, the different, well, we have one problem is we have too many hashtags. You do so. have too many hashtags. I agree yeah, with that. I can't agree with on any of it. So <laughs> I believe in spelling the whole thing out because I know that at some point everybody's going to spell it out. But apparently that's not the full, ha- the, the, the official one. But regardless, if you look up any version of it, you will just see so many positive like, oh, wow, diverse cast. Oh, wow. It's actually refreshingly funny or, you know, inter- you know, why aren't they getting enough promotion? And so when you read stuff like that, like over and over, like I've literally spent like hours just reading positive feedback. Um, it makes me feel really good and really proud. And I hope that it does succeed. I just, um, well, yeah. is there anything we can expect from the next couple, couple episodes? Um, uh, oh, there's, I think, and honestly, I'm, I'm, I myself don't know exactly the way it's. I I only see it as it's coming on my on my DVR. Um, I don't remember what what order uh, we lived it. So, um, but yes, episode three uh, coming up definitely is my reaction to 
Monica's comment about me, you know, I guess uh, not being a real doctor in her eyes. Right. Um, and of course, a lot more than that, um, showing some of her relationship, Monica's relationship with her, um, with her guy and the trials and tribulations of that. And I mean, everybody had different things that they went through and it was very real, very raw. And I, you know, like I said, I, 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 it was an emotional roller coaster for me at the time, but I'm kind of, I'm very interested in watching it now. (laughs) Well, tell us how we can find you. Tell us your website, your Twitter, your Instagram. So, uh, I'm my own personal website. I haven't, um, I haven't uploaded yet, but I am working on drelly.com. I'm not sure if I want to do DR or D-O-C-T-O-R because I have both. Um, but my, my company website is memorialhearing.com. And then I'm all about social media have been. I've, I've had a website since I was, I'm 37. I've had one since I was, I think 14 or 15. Wow. Since basically AOL came out with one, I've had pictures online and I've always been into that. It has no, nothing to do with the show. Although now the show is making it even more fun. So my handles for Instagram and, um, Snapchat are Dr. Ellie spelled out D O C T O R E L L Y. Um, and then my, uh, Twitter is my whole name. Ellie Porasef, which is E-L-L-Y-P-O-U-R-A-S-E-F. Awesome. <laughs> Very long name. <laughs> well, I want to thank you for taking time to chat with me. I really appreciate it. And I will definitely be watching. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy for everybody's support. We really appreciate it. And uh, we hope that we can entertain you all. <laughs> awesome. Thank you again. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath, then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. So I'm here with Rachel, my good buddy. Um, She loves to watch shows with me. One of the shows that we love to watch together is Ben and Lauren Happily Never After. Because these two will probably never get married. And here's why. Last night's episode showed them playing a newlywed game, then participating in a ropes course, and then sitting down and having therapy with uh, some no-name therapist on national television. Here's what we learned. In the newlywed game, they are totally disconnected. They never answered any question the same with the exception of the last fight that they had, which was about their wedding. In the meantime, Lace and Grant are sitting on the couch with them. I, by the way, I don't... Are Lace and Ben friends? I mean, this is, like, kind of awkward. They were all on the same show together. No, no. Lace was on Ben's season. I think they had to bring Lace and Grant on because they probably live local, and they're the only bachelor couple that lives local, locally that would participate in this hot mess. Do you think it backfired having them on? Yes, because Lace and Grant have been together for five minutes. They met on Drunk Bachelor in Paradise, and they're like soulmates and can finish each other's sentences and probably should get married and probably will get married and have a lovely life together versus Ben and Lauren, who are probably broken up right now. (laughs) And then they... I'm actually reading online, or I read earlier, that they are going to pull the plug as soon as this reality show ends. Like, she's just waiting. Are you serious? I just read that. Yeah. But they're, they're in Turks and Caicos, like taking all these beautiful beach shots together, being in love. But I heard that this was kind of like a last ditch effort. And because the show is like failing so miserably, as soon as, you know, the last episode airs, she's done. She's out, which would make so much sense to me because they have nothing in common and no chemistry. Well, they did film because uh, Ashley Iaconetti went to like bachelor party in Las Vegas weeks ago. So that was nonsense, too. Was that the Vegas party that they stopped at last night on the episode on their road trip back? I don't with know. That, with that mini car he bought her where they miraculously ran into the really old couple that had been together for 70 years. Oh, right. Well, I think this was <laughs> different. I'm going to... I'm going to have to look that up. Toots and Bob. 
I think that's their name. This is so stupid. Like, it's like product placements with a miserable uh, couple. And also, on that newly wed game, they brought in the twins, which is creepy. They had some, like, yeah, drunk useless, writer useless. Room, in the room, like, smoking pot and drinking and eating, like, chips. Like, oh, this is going to be so awesome. But no yes. one understands why these twins keep showing up. Oh, I don't understand episode. why they're there. They're the, I, I think they're, like, the only comedic relief in the show. And first, people men guys like hot twin sisters and so maybe they're putting them in there to get more ratings more viewers yeah i don't get it they, yeah, they because this is this show is definitely watched by dudes you know yeah yeah well they can't finish a sentence between the two of them it's but yeah. they're funny i mean they're 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 entertaining i guess so then they had a ropes course and he, they're yelling at each other the whole time grace and Lant, uh lace and grant Obviously. Finish it in like two Perfect. seconds, perfectly, beautifully. Yes, blindfolded. <laughs> and then it's like throwing the towel, you two. So yes, then, then no, they, they hate down. each other. He, she hates him. She, she actually hates him. Okay, so then they get to the end and they sit in front of each other and he basically unloads all his feelings. And this is what you and I really need to talk about. The psychology the between psychology all of them. Of this. Yes. Okay. He cried and said he doesn't want to get married okay his exact words were i think i don't i think you're ready to start a life i'm not ready for that not even close as she's just staring at him like i just picked out bridesmaids dresses with my friends right and moved to denver in a one-room studio with a garage headboard shithole place but in her defense he proposed so the natural thing to do after someone proposes is plan a wedding. And they've been together for a year. So that's kind of ample time to be together and start the wedding. So I no, don't I'm blame her, her. I'm on her yeah. side because he said, you want a new house. You want a wedding. You want kids. You want a dog. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what, that's what people, people want. want. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. He's missing the boat. He wants to have a fiance that he's engaged to for like seven years. Right. Then he wants to be engaged and then he wants to take three years to plan a wedding and then have kids like 10 years down the road. The guy is like a turtle and he really should not have been, he shouldn't have proposed. I feel horribly for her. I think she needs to cut her losses and get the hell out of it. Well, I think she's going to after the show. Which leads me back to two points that I've made before. One is that I heard that she actually wanted to be the runner-up because she wanted to be the bachelor. Oh, I could totally see that. She's a little fame-hoary. Yes. Uh, but I'm sure everyone is that goes on a reality love show. Um, I, I just think she doesn't like him, and I think she's probably too sophisticated for him and wants to live in L.A. Yeah. And go to celebrity parties, and he's happy in Denver working in a cube doing inside sales for like a solar company and he's super cheap he's never going to buy her anything nice yeah they're never going to move to a nice house in the burbs and she's just going to get real bored and how are you going to be a blogger a fashion blogger from denver (laughs) oh god okay so another thing that puzzled me was in his monologue about why he didn't want to get married he said he could look as far back as second grade um (laughs) To this feeling of being unlovable. Now, unlovable, yes, you were dumped on TV. But to say that in second grade, you knew that you were unlovable, which leads me to believe that this fairy tale he's told about his parents is probably not true. There's something else that happened to him in his childhood where, like, maybe his parents weren't the perfect couple that he portrayed them to be. You remember? So, like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't watch the season, to be totally honest. Oh, I, you got me. nauseating. He's like, my yeah, parents no, so have boring. a perfect yes. relationship. They still yes. bone. They're awesome. I want a relationship just like them. That's why I can't marry somebody who's been from a broken home because, you know, my parents have a perfect relationship. Right. And now right. you're saying that in second grade, as far back, you knew that you were un- unlovable. And that's why you can't get married. So, um, Mr. and Mrs. Higgins, you've got some explaining to do to me. What's going on here? He... Yeah, he really should work on some individual therapy to figure that out. I don't know what kid in second grade, unless you're living in a foster home, feels unlovable. I mean, that makes no sense. I mean, maybe he was beat up a lot and had no friends. And, you know, for that reason, he feels unlovable. But how that relates to his fiance that he met on national television is beyond me. It's bizarre. Again, you shouldn't have proposed if you didn't want to get married. 
I also, or I also gone feel, on a reality show if you didn't want to propose and didn't want to get married. It but makes, I think it's he, because full of it. he loves fame. Which he, remember, right, right. Remember totally. the video of him on the finale where he... Uh, she went to kiss him and he blew her off because he was waving to the audience. It's on my right. Instagram if you want to go look at it. Right. But um, I think that he loves the fame. I think she does love the fame too, but I also feel like she's not being her authentic self. Like she's so restrained all the time. She's no. afraid of like messing up, not being perfect. She doesn't show teeth when she smiles. She's so stoic and very um, mannequin-y. And I'm actually looking at a picture right now of her face now versus what she was like on the bachelor what she looked like she was definitely not as thin um, did she have the same personality she does now on you know this ben and lauren after show or was she more gregarious was she more outgoing was she more bubbly and no, cutesy or was she all- exactly the same kind of monotone like wet blanket always like very- a, yeah always a wet blanket it's just it's um highlighted now because she's on a show with a stiff board and two twins that are like, you know, a pervert's dream. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I, I don't think, I do think that she's probably not the most charismatic person in the world. But I also feel like she's so terrified of him leaving her judgments about her that she's restraining. So I think that she's going to dump him eventually, for sure, if not already. And she's probably going to go back to L.A work the circuit for a little while she's going to meet with her sister with her sister her carbon copy her sister they both speak like kardashians (laughs) in that low like i'm not excited about anything voice that weird voice i don't know about those bridesmaids dresses i just know that i don't like yeah hot pink yeah kind of slow delayed um, very delayed yeah, she's, she's, yes, yes, exactly. All right, so she's going to break up with him. She's going to go back to L.A. She'll probably get married to somebody else. What's going to happen to this weirdo? He's going to go on Bachelor in Paradise, for oh, sure. Right. He's going to hook up with a bunch of them, and then he's going to come home, and then, like, in 10 years, when he's done being a millennial, he will settle down with a semi-homely, semi-cute girl from the Midwest or from Denver and have a couple kids and be done. I think you're right. He's, he's not going to marry her. They are so not on the same page after watching last night. She is never going to get past the, I don't want to marry you right now, but I do want to marry you, which is bullshit. And she's always going to resent him because they don't want different, they want different things. They are not on the same page and she's, continually pissed she's super passive aggressive about it which i would probably be as well because he's burning her um or he burned her and i just think it's going to end really badly one last thing is that don't you think it's strange that this weird therapist said you know what before you guys leave today i want you guys to put on wedding outfits (laughs) <laughs> and then you guys right. can talk to further. really freak him out. Right. Like, you to can freak talk him further out. Right. about how he's not ready to get married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to really like freak him out that when she sees her coming down in her lace dress with Converse, that's, you know, that's going to either make, make or break him. Like he's going to be like, um, all right, I definitely want to marry you or no, no. Now, I feel like she took her time walking down the patio steps in right. that dress she loved that it. was worn by four other people. Right. She's like, look at me. You're never going to so be better than this. And I do think he thinks that she's incredibly attractive, but I do yes. think he has some personality problems and he also wonders if she's really the person she's pretending to be. Right. Well, she also probably walked slowly because she knew that was the only time she was ever going to walk down any sort of aisle with him. So she wanted to really take it all in. But it is funny how she, I think she expected him to see her in the dress and go, yeah, you know what? Yeah. She really did. Let's make this happen. Right. And she keeps bringing that up, like in the car on the the three-day road trip that the therapist suggested where they conveniently stopped in a few cities to do um, appearances (laughs) that, you know, I just don't understand why you don't want to marry me. Like, what's wrong? Well, he told her what's wrong, that he feels unlovable because of something that happened in second grade. And she still is trying to understand and convince him that they should just get married. It's 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 too many yeah. hurdles. I can't get over yeah. the fact that you had sex with another girl in a fantasy suite the day before <sighs> we made this like official. Uh-huh. And, and told her he loved this. her. He oh, t- yeah. And he loved her. He loved her. That was hard for her. 
Yeah. He left her. There's no hope for these two. No, I bet Ben and Jojo get back together after all this because Jordan and Jojo is a complete sham. So Ben and Jojo might have a shot. I don't you think never she know. would ever be interested in him. He's too boring. I think she likes the fast life. Well, that she does. She definitely does. She needs someone with a personality, even though Jordan's lacking in that as well. I do think that sometimes Lauren thinks that when they're having sex, if they do have sex, that he's fantasizing about Jojo. It's possible. Yeah. I, I might. I'm, that would cross my mind. <laughs> God bless America. I mean, she's incredibly insecure, and that's that. She's probably started out insecure, and this whole process has not done anything for that issue. Right. But again, her choice to go on national TV and then do a reality show after Listen, that. I'm not feeling reality too show. bad for these people because no. they're, they feel bad for them for about three minutes, and then they make they have like a million Instagram followers and make tons right. of money off of selling like you know tea. So they're all fine. Oh. Or hydroxy cut. Right, exactly. Or hydroxy cut. I know. I yeah. know. This is crazy. All right, well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. I want to thank all my guests for coming to the show this week. Next week, I'm thrilled to tell you that I tracked down someone from the first episode of Paradise Hotel, which aired in 2003, and it was basically what I was obsessed with when I first moved to Los Angeles. So I'm going to talk to Zach Stewart from Paradise Hotel. If you want to see me do stand-up, I'm going to be performing this weekend in Washington, D.C. at the Howard Theater, November 19th, Saturday at 8 o'clock. I'm opening for Heather McDonald from Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. I can be reached on Twitter, at Kate Casey, Instagram, Kate Casey CA, Snapchat, I'm at Love and Knuckles. You can find me on my website, www.loveandknuckles.com. My Facebook page is Love and Knuckles. And I look forward to next week's episode. Thanks so much. And make sure that you write me a note if you have a suggestion for another TV show that you'd like me to watch. So have a great week. Welcome to Pura. The most pristine, safe, climate-stable city on Earth. A haven amidst the wreckage. Here, you're safe from heat domes, superstorms, water bandits in the outer lands. There's no crime in Pura. No murder, no suicide. And best of all, there's no cost to join us in Pura. I promised to keep you safe. I killed her! You took everything! In a world that doesn't feel so safe anymore, we're waiting for you. Here, in Pure. The Last City is a new scripted audio drama from Wondery. Enjoy The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City right now, ad-free, on Wondery+. Plus. Get started with your free trial at wondery.com slash plus.